And now, another cup of... The London Fog. Welcome! Welcome back, guys! This is going to be our best episode yet, and not because it's interesting, <laughs> but because... Well, <laughs> all of our episodes are interesting! No, 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 what a way to start! Like... <laughs> well, because I feel like... Okay, so to, this week we're talking about TV, which I feel like mm-hmm. is ki- is kind of not that interesting because it's not like we're like getting in depth into anything. But the reason it's the best is because everyone is watching more TV than they ever have in their lives, and so True. like people need these recommendations, you know. So I mean, like, how about this? It's not we're not teaching you anything today. If yeah. anything, you have an opinion here, so please write in and tell us what we missed out on. But everybody has something to say on this. And it's just, as you said, everybody's watching TV. We all need more recommendations. So yes, so that's I also what we're have doing. a jelly bean stuck in my teeth. It's real, we don't know why, it's where real she got there. jelly bean. It's like way before Easter. How old is this jelly bean? These are our questions no. we have. <laughs> I was checking out at Trader Joe's and there was just this cute little box. And I was like, having a hankering, right? Mm-hmm. They're pretty good, other than the fact that, unlike other jelly beans, Trader Joe's jelly beans get a little stuck in your teeth, but they are colored not with, like, food coloring. Like, they use, like, the vegetable dye stuff, so I felt kind of better about that in a way. But problem is licorice and grape look identical, so I'm usually popping in both licorice and grape at the same time. It is not a good combo, if you were that wondering. That sounds really gross. I hate liquor. I mean, it's like cough syrup. Like the NyQuil put you under, you're plugging your nose to even get it down the hatch. So be warned. They are delicious, <laughs> but grape and licorice are nearly identical. <laughs> and if you're like me, I'm all like, oh, these shades all go together. I could definitely eat passion fruit and tangerine, and that would be delightful. Grape and licorice don't go together. <laughs> um. Okay. So, what else is going on? I feel like we can't just like jump in just yeah, yet. You know what? Here's the problem: is I just feel like we had this problem the last few episodes we recorded too, where it's like nothing is going on, right? Yeah. Like, it's still so, life is still a little bleak outside. Yeah. So there's just like no good news to talk about. And, like, the news that there is is, like, U.S. news, and we are a British-based podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, we're based in the U.S., but we don't want to talk about this crap. We wish we weren't in the U.S., <laughs> so. Yeah, but then again, and you like, don't want to be British over in the news, U.K. right now. Yeah, I know, but, like, British news is not that great either, and we're kind yeah. of happy, so we just, like, don't have anything to talk about. We're just about. moving past it. We're just moving yeah. past it. Happy news. What are you watching on TV? Yes. Go. So this was way harder. Okay. Now backing is, okay. up for a second. So this is what we're doing this week is we decided to each pick our five favorite British TV shows to recommend to you. Um, oh, so hard. This is like the most impossible thing ever. Yeah. So okay. The, I'm glad. Way, I'm glad to hear. Yeah. So I tried to approach it like, I don't know. Cause I just feel like it's really hard to rank them. All the shows are mm-hmm. good. 
Mm-hmm. So I tried to pick like my five favorites that are maybe a little less well known. Like I didn't pick Downton Abbey, you know, because like yeah, yeah, yeah. I just feel like everybody knows that's the best. Like so, <laughs> like do we need to talk about it? I don't know. That's fine. I understand. <laughs> so, but I don't know. It was really difficult. But then we were like, well, we don't want to go up to like ten because then we're going to pick mm. all the same shows. Mm-hmm. And well, but you know and what? I feel like. Talking, Oh, I was just going to say, we can, like, throw in names of other shows as we're talking oh, about yeah. the picked, so. Because mine, I feel like I almost, I started out writing just, like, shows that I've loved. And by that point, it was, like, 20 shows. And I was all like, okay, some of these have got to go. So then I've, yeah. like, rounded it down to, like, dare I say five categories. And now uh, some see, of those still have, like, three of them, like, battling it out. So I'll give, like, <laughs> what I'm going to call, like, honorable mentions and then I'll say kind of the one that if I had to put these two side by side which one would win out for me yeah I'm not saying exactly that it's like better because there's definitely things like you said has like cult followings like a Downton Abbey like how are you supposed to like compete that with any other like period drama I mean difficult I mean the thing is I basically only watch period dramas too I realized yeah, no. like oh like BBC like comedies and stuff and I'm like you know I don't watch those <laughs> even the one BBC comedy that I had was like a period comedy <laughs> of course it was and me on the other hand period drama period anything isn't even on my genre list really no nope. I don't okay. have one <laughs> I, I eliminated them because I had some but I decided to go from this like Try to just pick like five kind of shows and then go from, go from okay, there. Okay, well that's good because then we won't like have the same ones. Yeah, I know? think we're. I think what you're about to get, dear listener, is just <laughs> a bajillion options, and we will definitely give you like a little bit of a sneak peek into um, what they're about, especially if it's something that you're not really sure about. And just kind of at least why in mind, because every single one of these, I don't have just five. Like, it was just too hard. It was impossible. (laughs) So I'm excited. Drum roll. And should we just like cut to the chase? Okay, let's get into it. Let's do it. We'll just go back and forth. You first. Okay. Give Give us a recommendation. Okay. Let me start in the realm... Of, well, we're trying to keep light right now. So I did bring up some comedies. This is probably the hardest one for me because that's probably my go-to in television watching. By the end of the day, we have seen enough stress and drama and political this and da-da-da that I don't really want to engage so much. So I want truly bubblegum for the brain. So comedies. Oh my gosh, I don't even know how to begin. I have such a toss-up here. So, have you ever heard of Father Ted? Mm, I it's don't know. old. I, I don't think so, because only like, like father show I know is Father Brown. <laughs> okay, yep. I love a good Father Brown. That was definitely listed under like my crime section. But Father Ted just, it was like back in the 80s when... BBC had a lot of great comedians, and so they seemed to give them all the same genre. Like, I don't remember her name, but she did The Vicar of Dibley, and they just gave these comedians their own show, but it was 
always like revolving around the church and how they get away with that and still make really funny, but like really funny material without going too far. It's just, it's a little, dare I say, there's a little bit of slapstick, a little bit of like just the, that's kind of impossible about it, but also it's that dry cutting humor. It's not as, it's not like a black adder where you have, you know, just completely dumb, like Monty Python kind of level of comedy. Like there's an elevation to it. It's, it's pretty comical. So like I said, Father Ted, Vicar of Dibley is very similar. This is all like 1980s kind of uh, material like keeping up with appearances. My parents would watch that on PBS, like masterpiece, uh, when I was growing up. So I grew up with like this genre, but probably then to just get something, if you're all like, I'm not going back to the eighties to like check out shows. Cause I completely understand our comedy and our taste definitely change as we evolve. So probably then it's like father Ted and Dairy Girls. Have you seen Dairy Girls? Oh, yes. Love Dairy Girls. Right. And that was, uh, though it's being made now, that's like a nostalgia throwback to like the 90s. So they have very similar kind of cues of comedy and really fun, quick episodes. That's another thing. Just, it's not like huge and drawn out. If you're just looking for like a quick, get out of your own headspace, relax, and have like a cute, like a quick little chuckle. I'm going to say Father Ted or Dairy Girls. Does that work? Can I kind of have you? I mean, I guess you can because Dairy Girls was an honorable mention for me too. Okay. Okay. It's such a good show. So that's that's (laughs) going to be my pick for comedy. Kate is coming in with the answer is Father Ted. Okay. So I did have one comedy and you mentioned it, which is Blackadder. Um, It's a classic. It's classic. So it was for it was an '80s show. Um, it's Rowan Atkinson, who I actually usually hate. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, he does a lot it, of that. Like, he's so stupid, right? Yeah. So that's Mr. Bean. If you don't know who we're talking about, um, yes. and like, so I actually usually don't think he's funny, um, but I just really like like the premise of Black Adder. So it's like each like series or season or whatever you want to call it if you're British or American is like in a different time period so like the first one I think is like in the 1400s the second one's in like the 1500s then there's like 1700s and then the last season is like World War One, mm-hmm. and so he's Black Adder and Basically, it's like his character in these different time periods. Yeah. Um, it has kind of like a Doctor Who-ish because it's the same time when Doctor Who started. Well, Doctor Who like came on the scene like early 60s or late 60s. But it very much like one season you're here, next season you're there, but it doesn't have to tie. You don't figure out how you got from like one place, yeah, like time yeah. period to another. And it just has like some of the great – British comedians like Stephen Fry is in it, Hugh Laurie, Miranda Richardson, obviously Rowan Atkinson. People are into. I'm not, even though I'm recommending the show. How can you have a British podcast and not like Rowan Atkinson? I don't know, but I'm still recommending his show. You know, so it's like, true. Okay, whatever. okay. Um, yeah, and like it was written by um, 
Richard Curtis, who did all the like Bridget Jones diaries, like big guy in British Notting Hill guy. Um, so, mm-hmm. so anyway, so yeah, so it's good. I recommend it. Oh, you know what I was going to do? I think it's, I think it's streaming on Amazon Prime, maybe. I feel like we need to tell people how to watch these. Oh, yeah, <laughs> good point. Mm. Let me like look this up because I meant to do that. So, oh, it's on Hulu. It's on HBO Max. Oh, wait, no. It's on Hulu premium subscription. That's how you have to watch it. So if you don't have a premium subscription, your life is not going to be filled with black adder. But I'm sure there are many other ways. I feel like there's like 50 ways to stream every show. So I think it's it's also on Amazon Prime. It's on both. Yeah, I would say if you're interested, Google yourself because we could definitely sit here and do them all now. Like Father Ted is on Prime Video. But I feel like a lot of them are and or this is our shout out. And hey, BritBox, if you want to sponsor us, we're two women here waiting. Um, BritBox, Acorn, both. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Um, so yes, BritBox has all of these things. So. Yes. And I think it's just like an additional subscription that you can add to any device or your TV or put it within your, I think Amazon carries through it or even your like Apple TV like uh, iTunes TV or whatever their new platform is. So, you know, you can just like yeah. download it. So, there you do go. this. Watch this. Okay. Next. We, was that your only comedy that you did? Because that was my only comedy. I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, okay. I, I did list four there. So, <laughs> I'm feeling well, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm going to say Father Ted to give us a little something, a little shake up. Okay. What's your How next about you category? go first? Oh, should I go? Oh, okay. Um, 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 um. Okay, how about, like, do you have any sci-fi fantasy? Uh, no. Because okay. I hate Doctor Who. <laughs> okay, that's fine. But, well, and, and I totally get that. Um, I also am not a huge Doctor Who fan. There's only just so much you can, can watch of pretty much the same thing. Um, though, if you've ever seen the American show community, they make fun of Dr. Who a lot and they call it Dr. Space time and <laughs> it's pretty comical. Um, okay. So for this genre, I, have you ever watched Merlin? Okay. I was actually almost going to pick Merlin. Oh, and then, it's so the, good. The only, it's, I feel like the only reason I didn't. Is because, well, I mean, I think everyone can know that this is obviously about Merlin, like King Arthur time. Um, mm-hmm. But <laughs> the only reason I didn't is because, I don't know, I feel like it's one of those shows that like, so it like came out in like 2008. And I feel mm-hmm. like we were young enough that like some of the cheesiness was didn't seem as cheesy. But like people I've recommended it to as like older adults were like, oh, that was too cheesy for me. So that's the only reason I didn't because I was like, maybe I just watched it at the right time of my life. You know, it definitely has. It was like around the same time. Well, it was a little after. But do you remember Firefly? It almost it made one season in the States and then it never came back. But it like created this huge cult following. But to be honest, the show itself, kind of the 
I guess like graphics or the design or, you know, CGI of it was a little weak. It was almost like now if you go back here in 2020 and try to go back and watch Charmed um, from the 90s, you'd be like, what was I thinking? But at one time that was like the shit, you know? Um, Merlin feels very similar, but dare I say, even while you were watching it in 2008, you were like, "Mm, this isn't the best television, but something about it. If you, if you like it, if you could, I I have to say the first couple of episodes, I was like, I don't know. By the end of the first season, I was just like too into it. I wanted to know more of these interesting little character dynamics between like Merlin and King Arthur and he's young. And instead of making like another King Arthur movie, it's now focused from like a young wizard's like journey. And I enjoyed it. just like loves king arthur so i just feel like anything that's like kind of like arthur adjacent is going to be popular (laughs) and yes king arthur is bradley james which i don't know what else he's been in like i've never seen him in anything else um but he's very good looking to 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 look at in the movie he has a very like sharp little pointy nose but for some reason it just really it really worked for me in in Merlin. So it was like Merlin and or now once again just trying to bring something in that's like a little new. Uh have you watched at least the first season of the new show that I believe BBC has partnered with HBO to put on of His Dark Materials? Oh, I hate that show. Really? Um, I love those books, which explains why I hate that show. Uh- <laughs> But you like, ad- oh, admittedly, okay. I- admittedly, the show is way better than the movie they tried to make. <gasps> oh, the, the Golden Compass was so bad. So yeah. bad. One of the worst films I think I've ever seen. But His Dark Materials, I I really enjoy the books. I enjoy, I guess I'm enjoying the show putting putting that world into light, you know? Mm-hmm. Um Though, yes, there's certain things I'm like, that's not right. That's not right. But it definitely has a beautiful, a beautiful play. So I know that that's on HBO and they've partnered with BBC to produce that. Yeah. So two seasons are out and they Mm -hmm. are doing the third and final season next year. So should be good. So those are my, like, if you're looking for something, if you're more of a, yeah, magic sci-fi kind of world television longer episodes though i think like merlin was at least like 50 minute episodes and yeah his dark materials are like 50 55 minute episodes okay i'm gonna go way opposite of that okay and (laughs) recommend lark rise to candleford um so heard of this but never have watched well, it's like one of those shows. So it's it's based on it's books. like Last Tango in, Ta- in Halifax. I'm always like, why? why is this here? <laughs> no, the name sounds like that, but it's not like that. Um, okay. So basically, so there's four seasons. It's this show that's based off these books about this like woman who grew up in the English countryside in like the 30s and 40s. Um, so it's like set in this like small town in oxfordshire and like candleford is like the bigger town and lark rise is the small town so this girl 
leaves Larkrise to start a new life in Candleford. I mean, these places are only like eight miles away, um, but but it's like a big deal that she goes from Larkrise to Candleford. A new life. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just like one of those shows that if you're just like, you know, times are bad and like everything's set, I'm just going to like watch this show that's like, basically about nothing it's like just about these like country people in the 40s in the uk (laughs) and like their little country life like the big drama of the post office and like suddenly there's like i don't know it's just like this tiny town everything is focused around the post office (laughs) and like you know it's just i don't know well the mail like that was the gossip center so yeah and you just get like sucked into the inhabitants but like nothing really happens I mean kind of like sometimes there's like like a vagrant comes to town and they don't know how to deal with that and like you know just like this is that's on the bench yeah but it's like very uh I don't know like it like sucks you in but it's not one of those that like is intense or anything it's just like a calming show to oh watch. yeah no I, I take it back I have seen I think the very first episode because I finished up Downton Abbey and it was like recommendations. A lot of the people that are in Downton are in the same show or make appearances throughout. Um, And so it was all like, Hey, it has a lot of the same actors. It's in the same time practically, you know, and um, same thing, like a small little Hamlet uh, (laughs) and all of their, their comeuppets. And I, yeah, it, it didn't do it for me, but yeah, I can there's like see, a dramatic episode about a poetry competition if you just want to see how wild this show gets. <laughs> I like it. You know, I, all of us, maybe I will pick it back up. It seems to be more of my speed. I just need to chill out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's like you can't be like watching other intense things and then also watch this show. Like it has to just be like it's a cold day. You're drinking some tea. You're watching Lark Rise to Candleford. <laughs> Nothing. You didn't really need to get anything done with your life. So you're just going to sit back and watch this show. I like it. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Let's see. I'm going to go with. Did you do? Okay. I'm going to bring up because I've got two that are kind of close to each other. Um, So this is my crime um, genre. And I don't really have things that are like too gory or vivid or like show you too much. So that's not really my scene, but I really am into what the British have definitely learned the best out of us, uh, how to do in that is a great procedural, um, meaning procedurals are anything that you have a crime or, and, or they're all like, here's the body or whatever. And the procedure of uncovering, the person who done it. So definitely can be anywhere from a couple episodes to like a, a whole season can be a show. And a lot of the times they're almost like mini movies, but that's kind of another genre that I'm going to go to. So this is, I have two kind of in this realm and it's just from the perspective you like more. So probably the one that I'm, I'm, going to offer as my honorable mention is silent witnesses. And that one's been on the air for like a gajillion years. It started in the nineties. Um, and silent witnesses, 
it follows the woman who works in the coroner's office. So anytime that there's a murder, she's uncovering more of the clues and doing more of the forensics with the body and like the crime scene. So it's from like the forensic side. Uh, really good, very interesting. And they they write them where sometimes it'll just be a few episodes to where it'll be like practically a season. Um, the other one though, and probably my more favorite because it has had some of the best actresses and actors go through it is Prime Suspect. Have you heard of that one? I've heard of it. I have not watched it. It is, it's a goodie. It had seven seasons. Um, and it follows, um, chief detective inspector Jane Tennyson. Oh, so good. Um, and so it's more from than like the detective side. So two different offerings. Uh, I really love it. Helen Miram plays, uh, Jane in all seven seasons and she's just a treasure and so good at what she does. And it's her younger and certainly a little bit more, I would say like bristly. She just has a little bit more bite and she devotes pretty much every waking hour to taking on her, her cases. And then she, you know, and the same thing, like she's recently divorced, but still lives with her, you know, husband and it's just it's so good i highly recommend i have no idea where you can watch it right now i'm i'm guessing prime yeah you can probably find everything anywhere it's just yeah <laughs> take a little so there you go prime suspect first place honorable mention silent witness silent witnesses okay so my like crime mystery show that i picked is probably number one of all of these recommendations i'm making it's called The Bletch- Bletchley Circle. Have you watched that? Yeah. So Bletchley Circle is like, it's like a crime mystery show. One of the reasons I really like it is because it's like, not like you can't figure everything out all, usually, you know, right away. But also it's like not super um, like gory or super scary mm-hmm. mystery. <laughs> but it's, but like enough of one that you're not like, oh, this is cheesy, you know? Um so basically it's like there's so if you've heard of the women who worked as code breakers at Bletchley Park during uh World War Two, this is like them after the war. It's like these four women, they they were working as code breakers at, and then after the war, it's like suddenly they have to go back to their ordinary lives and they're like not doing this like intense uh like code breaking intellectual stuff that they were doing before. And so they've like return to these normal lives and then they like hear about these murders that are happening but like their whole job during the war was like figuring out codes and recognizing patterns and things like that and so they start um like solving things because they're so good at um like solving these things from their time in the war um and so anyway then they start solving crimes um (laughs) Well, I think it's like I'm trying to it remember. It was a really list. good series, and yeah. it was disappointing that they only made what two, three seasons. So, so there's two seasons, um, but then and they're short seasons. It's like yeah, uh, three episodes oh. each, and they're like. But the, I think the second season had four episodes, but they're like an hour long or whatever. But um, but then they also made one 
that's like kind of the same. It's Bletchley. It's a Bletchley Circle spinoff that's like Bletchley San Francisco. So like, not I did all not know the- this. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, this one I only just barely was able to watch because it wasn't streaming anywhere until like last year because it came out like a few years ago but then it finally started streaming on BritBox um so I was finally able to watch it but it's like two I think it's two of the original girls maybe only one of the original girls um go to um, like get sent to America um and then they like solve some crime in San Francisco but that it is nice because this one like this San Francisco one's like an eight episode one, so you get more. (laughs) Hey, I'm into it. I would check it out. That was a really good one. And I didn't even remember to put that one on my list. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I definitely recommend it. I feel like anyone who likes mysteries should like it. (laughs) So, okay. My next genre. So we only have, we have two more, Mm -hmm. two more. Okay. So my next genre is... This one, I'm almost going to go, it, both of them almost just seem like throwaways. You have to mention, like, at least I did. Um, So this one's reality TV. And of course, I'm going to put these both on the same pedestal. And maybe as we talk about it, I'll figure out which one is actually more for me. But the Great British Baking Show, obviously. And then Top Gear. Oh. Top Gear so good. I love Top Exactly. And here's the thing. And why I'm almost and I don't even like cars. cars. There it is. <laughs> I I am that's that's it. I being female, I and not saying I'm sure I'm sure there's multiple women out there being like, your sex has nothing to do with why you like cars or not. I don't care. I just don't care for them. I've never really looked into it. I don't really want to know how to change my own oil, all of this. But there's something that those three men it gave me more of a respect of the ingenuity and the mechanics of creating really cool cars. Plus, they're just a hoot to watch the three of them. Yeah. And and they did it for so long that there's just so much material out there and took me – like, I, I know I have a passion for baking. I love to bake. And I love eating it. Like, that one's like a given – and dare I say, there's 10 episodes in a season. They pick a cute little winner who wins nothing but a cake stand. Like, guh, my heart. I love it. But something about Top Gear, I guess I must, I maybe I do. I guess I lean a little bit more too because they teach me something I have absolutely zero interest in, but they keep me so engaged. And they're pretty quick episodes. 50 minutes, you've gone on like a journey or you've traveled with them. You've learned a lot. They've raced around or they've showed you something new about a car or a scooter or whatever. And uh, I think it's pretty fascinating. So between the two, now going back to Great British Bake Show, what a treasure, especially in 2020 when that came out. I certainly needed it. I love the comedians that they they get. I think the two women were my favorite. Um than who is doing it right now. But those seasons, it's just magic because I think it's the first kind of like reality show that I've seen where people help each other and it's not like this 
cutthroat competition like every American like reality show, which is just, it just brings such a charm and elevation. And I can't help but get excited when the little animated, you know, this is what they're baking this week. And then when it looks nothing like that animated picture that they put up, I'm all like, "Mm, damn, like (laughs) didn't turn out. And you like, your heart goes out to them, you know, like, so both of them, very good. The episode of British Bake Off with all the dairy girls on it. Yes. Yeah, for the Christmas episode, if you have not seen that this year for 2020, they always do like a Christmas special with the Great British Baking Show. And this year they have the cast of Dairy Girls on it. And it was phenomenal. So, so good. So that's like my reality show. I don't watch a lot of reality TV, but those were just so popular. I think for so many people that I kind of go, I have to make mention because they're some of my favorite as well. Yeah. Yeah. I did not have any reality shows. My next two are some mini series. Um, So the first one I'll mention is there's a BBC Les Mis. Um, Oh, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. So it came out in, I think, 2018. I believe it's on Prime right now is how I watched it. I watched it recently. Um, It's super good. It's like... So, well, I guess, so Lily Collins is in it. She's Fantine. So Mm -hmm. if you don't like her, you probably won't like it. I feel like people have strong feelings about Lily Collins, which is why I'm bringing this up. Um, But I think it's so good. Like, it's, it's like what, so it's a miniseries. So it's like, um, I think it's six episodes and they're each an hour. So it like, is long enough to really get into the book. I mean, cause it's such a long book. So it like really gets into yeah. the story. So, um, without being like, I feel like most people have only ever seen like the musical Les Mis or whatever. So it's like more serious and like about, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. It's really good though. So if well, you definitely like the- more than just like, you're, you're right. Either just the musical or dare I say the musical movie, which was, oh. I'm, yeah. I won't knock it. They tried. Um, <laughs> but, but I mean, that's, that's two hours. Even if it's now like a long movie, like two and a half hours. I mean, that book unabridged is larger than the Bible. And that is not joking. There's so many details. And of course, because it's like a French noveletta, it just keeps on going. So do we need all those details? There's so many backstories, but maybe not all of them, but some of them make the characters into real people instead of, instead of this is just the bad guy or you know, woe is yeah. her or whatever, you know, like you get so much more detail. So I'd be really interested. I, I haven't heard yeah. of it. It's really good. I highly recommend it. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, I think it's on prime is how we watched it, but it is really good. And like I said, I, I mean, I feel like you'll recognize a lot of people if you watch a lot of BBC shows, if you watch it, but I can't think of like who everyone is, but it's definitely very good. Um, wait, did you already do your last two? Were those your last two or did you have another one? I have one more. Okay. Go into it then. (laughs) Okay. Um, 
Well, and that's kind of a right. And that's on like the same cue for, for me, because I did mini, like mini series, something that just connects everything together. And I feel like, dare I say, I'm starting to get more people telling me that they actually didn't like one of them that I'm about to bring up. So for me, they, it's kind of back to that crime kind of genre, but and one of them is super popular, and that's Sherlock. Where do you stand on Sherlock? Oh, Sherlock is awesome. Okay. I have, I was talking, because we've talked about this. Oh, I don't know. When did we say we were going to do this episode? It's now like, we've like, least sat on it. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, we've sat on it at least a month. And so I brought this up to a couple of people just being like, am I forgetting something? You know, like, let's have a little convo. What do you like about British TV? And I have had such drastic, like – People loved it like I did. I really enjoyed it. I thought the character development was great. We have Benedict Cumberbatch who, like, I feel really owned that role. And I think that they added a lot of modern dimension to our Dr. John Watkins um, character. And I think that's, like, Martin something or other. Yeah, Martin Martin Freeman. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, being like, he was always, you know, the army doctor, but just kind of having it more in that, like come back from Afghanistan kind of, um, point. I, I thought it was really, really good, but I had three people, three people tell me like, Oh, I can't stand it. Like, it's just, nobody wants to watch somebody that's a know-it-all. Like that's not real life. And it, it got me kind of thinking like, I was like, Oh, well, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. (laughs) That was my opinion. Well, I don't but, know who you're talking to, but they are wrong. No, <laughs> they, they don't know what they're talking about. So, so after I had that conversation with people, I was like, okay, well, my other offering is Broad Church, which some people have seen it, some people have not. Um, it's kind of right in the same realm, other than the fact that it's it's not like a a genius mind, but the writing of this one is so good, and it's pretty. It's a bit heavy. Don't get me wrong. Um, it's not as colorfully painted, like almost fictitiously painted as like a Sherlock would with, you know, meeting in dark alleys, strange, you know, women of the, you know, of, of Asia and then, you know, off to fighting gun battles and, you know, dark alleys or what have you. It's it's more back to like the procedural standpoint. But the cool thing about this is they only made three seasons of it. And they walk through not only like the procedural, then they walk through, there's a whole like season on like the judicial side of it. And then there's like the third season is like the outcome of all these things. And you're like, how it is, how can you get a whole season out of that? But they do a really great job of it. Really enjoyed that one. Um, There's a lot of other like honorable mentions out there, but I guess I can just keep them. Like I love like Wallander and all of these other kind of shows of the same realm. And then there were some period things that fit in mini series, but to me they're almost like mini series, mini movies. So I just kind of left them off. Okay, so my last one, speaking of period pieces, is actually okay. my only one that's not a period piece. <laughs> okay. Um. It's called The Widow. It's a mini series. Have mm-hmm. you seen it? Yeah. And that's okay. Kate Blanchett? No, Kate Beckinsale. Beckinsale, that's right. So 
so okay so i actually kind of have like an honorable mention to mention after this but i'll t say this first so it's the widow it was um like a it was done with itv and prime so it's on prime um and basically it's kate beckinsale and it's just like a whole mystery and her husband's dead but then she finds out he's alive so she's like going to figure out like why he would fake his death for years and years um so i have to admit like the ending wasn't the best or at least it, it wasn't that satisfying of an ending to me but i did like that like i don't know i feel like this is like one of the first miniseries i like before i got really into miniseries and so i just loved how it like everything wrapped up and it wasn't like oh now you have to wait till next season <laughs> right um, so I felt similar. Yeah. I felt like the ending was like a little like, oh, that's it. But actually at the end of it, I kind of go like it had good closure. There were also just some great actor cameos. Like I don't know the guy, but the guy that plays like the man from Iceland. Do you remember? Uh, yeah. The I guy that know. lost his eyesight. But like I loved him as an actor. It has the guy that plays – um the Lannister, uh, Tywin Lannister is like mm -hmm. her best friend. And it's like the first time I've seen him in a role where he isn't like playing a scumbag. <laughs> so I thought it was, I thought it was pretty well written. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so then my, my last little honorable mention, since you had so many, um, <laughs> I did. <laughs> is, so the only reason I didn't pick it at first is another miniseries, and it is a, it's a BBC adaptation of a book. But the only reason I didn't pick it at first was because it's based in India. So even though it's a BBC show, it like doesn't feel like a mm -hmm. British show. But have you read the book A Suitable Boy? It's, I haven't. Okay. I mean, I don't necessarily recommend it. It's known for being the longest English language book published in a single volume. Um, <laughs> but basically, <Bummer>. it, like, <laughs> it like follows – so. So they turned it into this miniseries. Um, it just came out well, last year. I had year. to. Yeah. <laughs> it just I was going to read that book. Um, so it's in, I think, six parts. And it's it follows this girl named Lada. And it's all about, like, her mother trying to find a suitable boy for her to marry. Um, I mean, that's, like, the premise. But, like, I don't know. It, like, gets into a lot of stuff that you just, like, are, like, wow, I didn't know any of this about, like, I don't know. It just, like, really made me realize how much I don't know about Indian culture. Like, mm -hmm. there will be, like, all these reasons that her mom doesn't like some guy. And I'm, like, he sounds perfect. And then it's, like, like you know. And so it's, like, but it's really good. It just came out last year. I think that it was like the most popular thing to be released on BBC last year um, oh. in the UK. So uh, it's on Acorn right now um, if you want to watch it. But yeah, that was my final, my final recommendation. Honorable mention. Well, I think that that's, I mean, number one, that's a load of shows and I'm really proud of us. We didn't bring up too many of like the very common, like, well, Downton Abbey or <laughs> Pride and Prejudice or whatever, you know? Well, you know. I was trying not to because obviously I love all those too. But I just of feel course. Like I mean, I have them down because I was all like, well, where do these fit? Because they're – it's television. But they're uh, to me, I just started to sound out like they're they're like m movies, you know? 
Yeah. They made one season and that was it. And it's, it's a, it's a movie, you know, anything that comes back and has like a new twist of the same story that I will consider under the realm of television. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. (laughs) Right. Okay, cool. So we have a lot of options. Uh, Maybe we could like list them down and post them for you or, you know, just you can do yourself a favor and re-listen to this magnificent episode and, uh, you know, find some things that maybe like struck your fancy. Are you a fantasy person? Are you a crime person? Do you like more historical? Do you want to talk about the post office and a man on a bench and just stay in a small (laughs) hamlet? The options are endless, really. Yes, but give us recommendations because we need some too. Yeah, because now I'm like out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening and we will be back. We will be back. All right, guys. Cheers. Cheers.